Holly. I'm Emily. I'm Deanna. And this is Confessions of a Farm Wife. Well, good day to you all. This is the first ever Confessions of a Farm Wife road trip. I've been up since four. Woo! I'm feeling like a farm broadcaster today. I picked up Emily, and then we met Holly and our friend Julie. Yeah, at the John Deere dealership. At the John Deere dealership. Going. Legit. We're legit. And we're also in Braden's big truck today, so that's kind of fun. <laughs> but here we are. We're at the Women in Ag Conference, and this has been a great day, and I would say a pretty successful first road trip. Absolutely. Yeah. Taking it on the road. Yeah, we are taking it on the road. We... You know, I kind of didn't know what to expect, and the keynoter really got us involved. <laughs> Perhaps freaked out is a better word. <laughs> yeah. Ron Hansen is a, what is he, a family, um, I'm trying to think what his official title would be. He's at the University of Nebraska at Lincoln. He's been there forever. He's really well known as um, a farm family relationship expert. Now, what his actual degree is in... I'm not sure. Um, yeah, but he's just, he's worked with farm families for years. What did he say? 35 years or something? Yeah, 41. 41. Okay. Thank you. That's okay. <laughs> we really were paying attention. I know. We were <laughs> too busy being freaked out. Yeah. But he talks a lot about, you know, he, he had a quote this morning that, um, you know, people don't come to see him because everything's going well and everyone's getting along. The people who come to see them are people whose, you know, the relationship is broken down, people are arguing, people are fighting. You know, you can't, you know, not happy about the way mom and dad set up the estate plan or whatever, and who's supposed to get what. So, you know, he has dealt with the worst-case scenarios for his whole career mm-hmm. and now spends a lot of time speaking to farm groups about what not to do. Not, right. So learn from this. Family. Right, yeah. exactly. And, you know, it really got me thinking about he had us kind of decide whether – he said, as parents, you want your kids to come back and farm, but do you equip your children to come back and farm? Do you really want them to? Do you really want to give them the opportunity? Do you? It really got me thinking about our longevity as farmers and how our relationship with our family, because obviously we are, we're a multi-generational farm, and yeah. it's a different dynamic than just a, just a bank account. You know, when, it's, right. when you're yeah. talking land and prices and things like that, it, it really opens yeah. your eyes. I thought it was interesting, you know, sat through a lot of estate planning yes. seminars mm-hmm. over the years and good ones and written a lot of stories about it. And he really made a distinction that I thought was interesting. He said um, a will and a succession plan are not the same things. Mm-hmm. And I think there are a whole lot of people who say, well, I've got the will. Right. Check. Done. Right. And he was saying, you know, a will says who gets what. Mm-hmm. A succession plan says I've talked to my family. I've mm-hmm. told them, you know, that we, we, this is our plan. This is what we want to happen. Here's what's going to happen, you know, if, if the unexpected or the, how did he say that, the worst case, worst case scenario. scenario happens tomorrow. Here's what would happen next. And, you know, that's what ensures that the family continues, not just the farm. Well, I thought it was so interesting that he is so about relationships, too. Oh, you know, he's not. Yeah, aspect. because oftentimes yeah. when you go to estate planning things, you're about the numbers. You're about dividing things up, things like that. Mm-hmm. He was all about communication and oh, yeah. relationships. And, you know, this that. Was, this was not a seminar on which trust to set up. No <laughs> way. It was a how you need to sit yeah. down and talk to your dad and your grandpa and figure this out. And if there's you know, an uncle that doesn't get along that you probably need to talk to him about that. Mm-hmm. So that really, yeah, really yeah. touched Because you know about me. how those things aren't, don't go away and don't get better. No. Just because people, one generation passes mm-hmm. on. I think he said so many things that impacted the women in the room. I think we could have spent all day with him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think he also touched on the fact that, you know, 
as women, he almost also almost empowered us because we are the people that think about the what if statements, what would happen. You know, we think about it a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I like that he says, I have a whole PowerPoint on daughter in laws. Yes. You know, it's you perfect. just you think mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. He has it he has it covered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wrote a couple columns with him several years ago, but that same sort of thing, the daughter-in-laws and, um, you know, and he mentioned he did a, he has a session or seminar that he gives called um, Fence Post Talking to Each Other, you know, Mm -hmm. people are all talking in the family, but nobody's really listening Mm -hmm. and it's really good. Mm -hmm. So. I think one of the things that I took away from it, because I was kind of taking notes and tweeting or trying to as well. (laughs) trying to keep up he was going pretty fast but he was yeah. he's a good professor he yes <laughs> he's very good i would have loved to have him in college yeah. i had someone comment on one of my posts because i put like yikes i need yeah. to go home and start planning and the, one of the comments was try having him as a professor i mean it was i bet he's very interesting and engaging i did yes. need a highlighter though for his yes. packet yes. <laughs> No, he says, farms can be replaced, but families can't. Mm -hmm. And he says, poor planning destroys dreams. The best way to end a legacy is to do nothing. Farm succession planning requires communication. Is that possible in your family? Mm -hmm. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Mm -hmm. And you think about all the farm families that you've interviewed over the years, Holly, Emily, the ones that you have met or grew up with. You can pinpoint those families or you can even, you know, sometimes look in your own families and see where, you know, some of those those communication problems are going to happen. You bet. And I think about my situation. I mean, my brother is in Los Angeles and I'm here. And he said there's all there seems to be one that is a logical, you know, who you're going to give the farm to or whatever. And does that seem equal? Because he gave a stat about the land cost Mm -hmm. versus the insurance and how so many years ago it was kind of equal. And then now it's like. Six million to mm-hmm. something wasn't that right or something like that? Yeah, I didn't take that note. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, well, but we're land it's a difference in land. A generation right. ago or exactly. twenty years ago, even it was you know fifteen hundred like, two thousand dollars to catch an acre, and right. now you're looking at fifteen thousand. So now you're looking at an estate that can be, mm-hmm. you know, easily into seven figures, right. quite a ways mm-hmm. into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I just I just wonder what that conversation is going to be like with that side of the family because it's not like they're going to want to move home I mean right and will they want to deal with marketing will that you know there's a whole different ball of wax that that made me really go yeah. <laughs> I guess I need to start talking <laughs> yeah he said one of the unfortunate things that he has to add to his book is dealing with yeah. the wealth of the farm and, and the greed and mm. You know, I think of several instances, you know, we're kind of lucky in the aspect that Braden is an only child, but his dad has three siblings Mm -hmm. and trying to figure out his grandpa's estate has taken some time, you know, so some of that hit home for me too, Mm -hmm. because we're living, we're living it. Yeah. It's all just a whole different, I mean, it's something that people who aren't on a farm don't understand. And even if you are on a farm, you hardly want to talk about it. You know, and I was... I was talking with a friend from home this morning, too, who said, you know, they run a totally different business, still very family related, though, and said she thought, you know, a lot of that stuff even applied to them, you know, in, in their business. They mm, run a carnival. Sure. It's family. You know, it's handed <gasps> down. They run a carnival. Years. Yeah. And I thought, this is kind of creepy, but I thought the same thing's going to be true about, like, people in the funeral home business. Oh, I mean, you know, yeah. that's families. Mm-hmm. That's a high level of education, very specific, mm-hmm. a lot of capital investment, you know, the mm-hmm. funeral home or whatever. I mean, it's always families. You bet. That kind of that, pass that those is down. True. And it's got to be similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Similar. He you know. was good. He was a really good 
I didn't feel like we engaged a lot with him because we were all just sitting there like, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whoa. You know, I mean, but that yeah. type of talk you need every now and again to really just kind of yeah. rock you down and make you go, uh, I guess yeah. I need to talk about that. Yes. We, okay, so we have this Cultivating Master Farmers group with Bray Farmer, and we get together, you know, so many times over the course of a couple of years. But there's a group of young farmers, and then we have a group of master farmers, and get them all together. And over the course of the two years, one of the meetings is with an estate planning attorney, mm. and he does a great presentation. And his is very, you know, this kind of trust is good, and this kind okay. is bad, and this is what you should do. You know, it's all the very legal parts of it. Um, but the thing that we go away you know after he's done talking and we all sit there and talk amongst ourselves and you know that kind of thing the question always from the young farmers to the master farmers is how do i even get my parents to talk about this stuff right Absolutely. you know because there's a certain degree of you know we can know that this ought to happen but mm-hmm. you don't we don't hold the cards here you know you can't force someone to talk about it that doesn't want to you know and they may have made the will but they don't want to talk about mm-hmm. what they've done and there's nothing you can do about that mm-hmm. that's the when you sit there listening to Ron Hansen going, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We had some friends whose uh, dad just passed away unexpectedly. He had had some health issues, and uh, they didn't want to ever talk about what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And um, our friend, is he has three other siblings who are really in the community, maybe not necessarily on the farm. They would help during busy times. Mm-hmm. But they never wanted to bring it up, and he unexpectedly passed. And so now they're trying to deal with that. And we, you know, always tried to say, just try to sit down and have that conversation with them, have that Which is plan. What, you said, what happens when right. the unexpected happens? Right, because you can't predict. You don't. Right, right. Well, and I think about that's when why we it's unexpected. Exactly. <laughs> Funny thing about life. Well, and that's like when we decided to come back to farm. We, you know, kind of. I don't want to say put it out to both of our families, but you know, one family you know, didn't could offer us a bigger piece of the puzzle without taking away from a another place. a place. Yeah. yeah. And and that's a hard pill to swallow, but at the same time it was also a hard pill to swallow because what he talked about, like the farmer who was gonna live forever, you know, right. oftentimes mm-hmm. that older generation does not want to let go. And right. while you don't want to be like, I know you've been a farmer for 60, 70 years, but smell you later. I mean, you don't want to be that way, but at the same time, you mm-hmm. got to move away. I think about that even serving at church or, mm-hmm. you know, just in any volunteerism opportunity, you have to step away for someone to step forward because right. if you mm-hmm. stay there and stay rooted. Which is a big deal. Yeah. You know, I did a column this winter with a, one of our master farmers and he had mentioned this at that very cultivating master farmers meeting, but talked about how, you know, he had sat down and it was not, you know, he's not ready to retire, Mm-mm. but he was ready to make the plan mm, for transitioning. Good for him. That's why he's a master farmer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, and he just talked about the emotion, like, it, and it surprised him at how hard it was mm-hmm. to do that. So, you know, on the same hand, when we're like, okay, what's your plan? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> From Here's their perspective. Let's make it. Uh-huh. Right. You know, you're looking at the end of your chance to make a big impact or whatever. Not that it's the end, but, you know, as he said, he's like, you know, my time is kind of coming to an end here. Mm-hmm. And... That's a big. That's a big thing. It's hard to recognize. Yeah, well, and to think, acknowledge. Yeah, and I think even our situation. My dad retired from thirty-five years of teaching to farm, mm-hmm. so now he's sixty-five years old, sixty-six. Sorry, sixty-six, <laughs> and he's working full-time farming. I mean, mm-hmm. is he ready to talk about that yet? Probably mm-hmm. not, because he's only been retired for ten years, if that. You know, I just right. think. He's been working hard to get to this point, so now he wants to talk about handing it over. You know, that's a conversation that's kind of, mm-hmm. but it was great. That that session was awesome. 
It really makes you think. And I think it made the women in the room. And it's so great to see, you know, women in our generation, but also women who need to have that conversation with their kids or maybe their grandkids here, too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's what was so interesting about the the age range of the participants here. It's a very broad age range. Mothers and daughters here. You bet. Yeah. Okay, I was just pulling this up because I knew he had listed off um, towards the end important facts to remember, mm-hmm. basically kind of summarize some of this. But it was interesting. Number one, everyone's going to die, even <laughs> you and me. <laughs> so we might as well face up to that. Number two, poor planning destroys destroys dreams. And, you know, you mm. talked about that a lot. You know, how many, you know, the this generation that's, you know, um, set to pass on a farm, you know, they worked their tails off to and made it through the 80s. The 80s. Uh-huh. And and he said, and now you're going to stand here and not do anything to protect it, to pass on to the next generation, which I thought was interesting. Number three, best way to end a legacy, do nothing. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, during the times of a crisis or a family death is never the best time to make decisions, mm-hmm. especially succession decisions, you know, who would get what or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then number five, do not assume the art into the personal feelings in our dreams of others. Yeah. So maybe that and I think non-farming that's so scary. Who yeah, just exactly. Never had a place, but now they think they might, and maybe they've been waiting for this. But exactly. Really talked about it. Yeah. So nobody really knows. Right. <laughs> and then they talked about like Christmases that didn't happen, and mm-hmm. I mean, it is a, it's a, it's very eye-opening how this, ju- you know, you say just this, but that this aspect of farming could destroy the whole legacy mm-hmm. because he said, you know, farming is a legacy. It's not just a life. Yeah. It's not just a job. Right. I had the, I kind of stuck around and put my farm broadcaster hat on and I interviewed him <laughs> and I'll, I'll share that because I said, you know, he's, he's looking at the end of his career. He's going to write a book and he's going to retire and spend time with his family. And I said, you know, what has been some of the highlights, some of the rewarding parts? And he said that I got to help families. Sometimes mm-hmm. I still get letters and calls and emails saying, thank you. We're still farming today. You know, he goes, sometimes, like he said, you know, no one comes to see me and they're in a good mood. (laughs) You know, he goes, sometimes I'm a referee, sometimes I'm a counselor. He goes, it's so many different hats. And I just think... I can't wait for his book. Yes, to him for taking this. I mean, I think that's what made his presentation so impactful. That he's like, "Here's the deal. Mm -hmm. Listen to me. Listen, what you have to do. It wasn't dancing around the subject. It Mm -hmm. was communicate with your family. Quit trying to protect yourself. Mm -hmm. Protect your legacy. And that, I mean, it was so clear cut and so direct. Mm -hmm. I think that's what got me at my core. Was we haven't really talked about that. And he presented it in such a manner that it wasn't in your face. It wasn't scary. It kind of made you think. Uncomfortable. You know what? Uncomfortable. Right. But for the three of us who are planners and maybe control freaks, maybe, you know what I'm saying? You know, (laughs) there's that. But, you know, I think it got every woman in there thinking, but it wasn't like in your face, I'm here to shock and awe and scare you. It was, listen, this is going to be a concern for you now or in the future. Right. I was looking for this. He said, why is the what if so difficult to discuss within a family? Because it's so much easier to pretend that this would never happen in our family. Isn't that what everybody thinks? Yeah. And isn't that funny? I mean, Holly, you can attest to this too, coming off a, a grave illness with my mother-in-law, mm-hmm. is that we we did a lot of what ifing with her. And unfortunately, I think they knew a lot more than that they wanted to share. And that's your instinct. I think that as a parent, that's your instinct is to protect your child. Mm-hmm. And, and in a farm situation, it's in your best, your child's best interest to take care of them and secure their future mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. But securing their future in this aspect is talking to them, is just making a plan. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that's what I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. 
I think so too. It yeah. just it's interesting how that all works, and you know, all of us. I mean, you and John have been farming for how many years now? What years is ninety four? Two thousand ten years. Ten years. No, he, well, he started in he graduated in ninety five, so oh, just shy 19. of twenty. Wow, I know. And that's, we've been married almost 16. That's a college student, Holly. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell him that. Please <laughs> do. Oh, John, he thinks I'm lovely. And <laughs> you guys don't. have been back at the uh, farm. We've been back at the farm for, let's see, Josie's seven. So seven years. We've been farming for six, five, five to six. And Brayden and, and this I. this is coming up to our sixth growing season. And this is this will be Brayden and I's third third. Second oh, or third growing season. You're I know. <laughs> I'm a first grader. She's a sophomore in college. <laughs> no, <I'm> just <laughs> I was just thinking a master farmer told me a couple years ago that you know some old farmer had told him once that you've you know the average farmer has 40 crops in his lifetime. You're halfway, We're like halfway there. there. <laughs> You're going to be getting that house in Florida. We're going to visit. We are. <laughs> Actually, we're probably just going to live there with you. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, kind of crazy to think about. This yeah, has been... Ron Hansen was good. He was Excellent. so good. Well worth it if you ever see him. I mean, yes. he yes. spoke at the Farm Progress Show before. Yeah. He's yeah. spoken... Farm Bureau annual yeah. meeting for Illinois. Yes, and the Illinois um, oh, Young Leaders Conference. He's from up here. Originally yes. from yeah. Illinois. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. Just mm-hmm. a nice guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So first confessions, road trip, success. Success. Now live, all we need is some shopping. On the road. We're not live. We're not We're live. recording it on the road. Live to We're us. live right now. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we might have to stop at Von Mar on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Well, until we meet again. Yep. Bye. Bye.